Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Solero Commerce. New name, same great people, still friend of the program, Evan Orvath. They got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business like Black Flag Pizzeria, we got Solero Commerce, top to bottom, Black Flagged. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, photography. Yep. We have a card swiper for that. Pornography. Card swiper for that. Press yep. shop. Yep. Both of those. All of it. So if you want a small business like we do, you should probably contact Evan Orvath. For a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now. Now in session. Hey, we edged them out, we beat them, so it's all good. Uh. All right, boys and girls, episode 81 of the Black Flag Podcast coming at you. As always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. Across from the table for me is Brad Sauce here at BSauce96. Uh, just the two of us here tonight, fresh off of a triple header weekend. Uh, at least we Bobby have, had an excuse to big time us this weekend. We have some shit to talk about. Well, uh, so usually we just start off with our weekends, uh, Friday, we're just going to dive right into that. Uh, Friday was tough. tough. Friday tough was tough for a podcast that spent the last three to six weeks, uh, doing nothing but free advertisement Yeah, for a show, for a racetrack that we all know and love. Every time I've been to Lee USA Speedway, well, I've, I've never had a bad time. Well, other than when I got wrecked. That but, makes, all right. That makes one <laughs> of us, uh, the the racetrack itself we predicted is it phenomenal we predicted it oh my god we did we called this a month ago honestly like there was a disclaimer in the promotion that we were given yeah like it, it wasn't i i i thought it was honestly not going to get done until wednesday the show started on friday okay now this was going to be a $10,000 to win super late model race it was going to be a $5,000 to win street stock race in addition to that they had nema midgets nema lights Six shooter shit boxes. Something else. You get it. Yep. It was gonna be a show. Now it was gonna be a show. On the card, single car qualifying was supposed to start at six thirty. That was the it changed like six times throughout the day. But the final word I got was single car qualifying for both the street stocks and the super late models was supposed to start at six thirty. And then what happened? We didn't start group qualifying until seven forty five. Yep. So not only are we an hour and a half past our original start time, but we didn't get to see single car qualifying. So then all of a sudden there's just group qualifying of street stocks and super late models. And you can tell a lot of people have never done this before. And they're just running up on another car, ruining their lap, wondering why they're going to start tail of the feature. All right. So now we've already started an hour and a half late. Now, mind you, the curfew at Lee USA Speedway is 1130. I believe the last feature has to take the green before 1130 for it to be acceptable past the sound ordinance. Now, for those that don't know, across the country, Lee USA Speedway is literally touching a nudist colony. And when I say a nudist colony, I am not joking. That is 12,000% accurate. There's a nudist colony that touches Lee USA Speedway. That is why there's a sound ordinance. Would be a lot cooler if they were Amish, but, you know, whatever. (sighs) My only problem with a nudist colony is that typically the people that want to walk around naked all day are the people you don't want to see naked all day. They smell. 
Oh my god. That's what we're getting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> so there is a there is a an ordinance. Okay, we gotta be done basically by midnight. You're right? a fucking ordinance, all right? So for whatever reason, and we've touched on this before, I love Lee USA Speedway. The track itself, the left turny part, is phenomenal. All right, the show is a the the, the track itself is f- fantastic. For whatever reason, I still to this day will never understand. No matter who is on the racetrack at this point, I think we're on our third owner since I've been going there. Cannot get their shit together. No, not oh my god, God, you cannot promote a show. For ten thousand dollars to win for a super late model race for one hundred and fifty laps, and then just all of a sudden throw the checkered at a hundred. Well, you could as long as DG twelve's in the lead. You cannot promote well a seventy-five lap street stock race for five thousand dollars to win, where you literally had guys driving from Ohio overnight. Mind you, this guy was the point leader at his track in Ohio. That happened. That happened. Oh, the twenty-five with American flags all over the side of it. That right. guy drove from Ohio. He was a point leader at his Ohio racetrack, drove all the way to Lee, New Hampshire for a $5,000 to win street stock race that was supposed to be 75 laps. It got cut short at 25 because they ran out of time, and whoever was running wherever, that's where you got. You're supposed to go 50 extra laps, but we can't get our shit together. Sorry, here's your check for $25. Go back to Ohio, which the guy did, I believe, and raced at, in Ohio yesterday after the fact. Can you imagine how fucking pissed you would be if you drove 13, 14 hours to a racetrack for $5,000 to win and it got cut short by 50 laps? Um, I would be pissed, but... Like, on a scale of 1 to Squidward, how upset would you be? Probably the most. Yeah, I'd be Squidward. But uh, I would also probably just not drive that far for a 5,000 to win street stock race. I just... I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, they, if, you they knew, had... if, if you knew anything about Lee USA Speedway going into Friday night, you had to know I, I that literally, this was going to happen. I put a, I put a Facebook post out saying, like, I, I thought I should have brought a sleeping bag because well, we I didn't think that we were going to get done go. until Wednesday. Yeah. Like, you literally slept in the parking lot, right? Because yes. you knew you knew ahead of time oh, that it was going to be a, a clusterfuck. Yeah. I've been to Lee one, two, I, I've been two, to Lee three times. enough times to know... Like and again, I love this place. If you haven't been, you still gotta go. We still gotta support this place, all right. And I know that this is gonna be tough after what we're saying. We still gotta support this place, okay? Well, but but you cannot start a program where again the place was packed, the bar packed, stands packed, allegedly fifty percent, whatever, but packed, all right. There you had a shit ton of cars packed. You made your money. Start the fucking program on time. Not hard. Not hard at all. I don't understand. There was absolutely zero reason why you had to start an hour and a half late. There was literally just it was just a dead track. Yeah, there was nothing going and on. Then, and We're then, and like, then what they, the fuck's going on? What, what the fuck's happening? And then What's going on? they already are late starting the program, but then they run the six shooter, six shooter sh- the, wow six shooter shit box series first. They run the NEMA midgets first. There was like eleven cars. Then they run the NEMA lights. Oh my god, we still haven't even gotten our two biggest shows in yet, and it's eleven. You have to throw the green for your last race before 11.30 but so that you can actually even run it. It was all of the 11.29. So not only did we not get to see single car qualifying, we saw no, zero, super late model heats, which is part of the reason why I go. Like, that's going to be part, like, that's going to be part of the, one of the best parts of the show, super late model heats. That never happened. So then they just throw the checkered on a, a car that allegedly isn't owned by someone anymore by the guy who put the race on whatever. Well, stop getting the facts and they'll have a good story. Had a <laughs> BFP sticker fine. on it. Yeah, so. it's fine. Um, or rich. They, they kept their $5,000. 
Uh, and then from there, the super late models go out there, and it was supposed to be 150 laps. They just dropped the checkered at 100. DG12. I called it on lap like 20 that he was going to win the race. He went from like ninth to third in like 20 laps. He was phenomenal. Put on a show. But there was still another 50 laps to go before they threw the checkered. Done. DG12 takes the checkered. They shut the lights off. And then the alleged fireworks show that they weren't going to have because it was 9-11. It was supposed to be a big deal. Ball was dropped wicked. They already said that they weren't going to do the fireworks show. And then they just fired them all off at once. Well, hell of a show. Derek Griffin <laughs> hadn't even gotten to the checkered flag yet before no. they shut all the lights off and he just took, he fired took, off all he, the fireworks. He took, he took a, the white, and then they, they lit off <sighs> the grand finale. Yeah. It, it was tough. I love the USI Speedway. Well, but holy fuck, we got to get somebody in charge there that knows what they're doing. And I, I know I'm the first one to bitch when I'm getting called down the lineup the second I get off the racetrack. But you need that. You absolutely have to have that to, to keep the program moving so that you don't have the situation that we had on Friday where literally they would throw the checkered for the shitbox races and there's no one in lineup for the next race. No. Literally no one. Now we're waiting 20 minutes in between every race. Unacceptable. Can't have that. We got to figure that place out. I don't know who it, who has got to be in charge. Whatever it is, we got to figure that shit out. That was unacceptable. You got a lot of pissed off people because of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of people pe- spent, oof, what was it, $40 for a pit pass? Oh, yeah. Which yeah. you can't catch COVID in the pits, All so that. unlimited pit passes. But then they sold out their 50% capacity ticket stands. or their their UK. Place was packed. Place was packed. People spent a lot of their hard-earned money there to get a third of the show that they were promised. A lot of the people that were in the bar were people that don't generally show up to a racetrack unless they're racing. There was a large group of us that yes. we haven't had all of us in one group in a long time. Yeah. It, it was cool to have that at least. I still had a hell of a time. Don't get me wrong. I oh. love going to Lee USA Speedway. It's usually a party every time I go. I love the bar there. I love the people there. I've been informed of things that happened later in the night that I am 100% sure did not happen. But <laughs> no, allegedly, they did. They did. Yeah, well, we, we may or may not have signed a set of breasticles. We signed whose can neither, balls? Can neither confirm nor deny this, but I'm pretty sure we might have signed some boobs. Oh, right. I do remember that. I think that happened. I remember right? that. I Well, I'll tell you what. I remember signing them. Wicked. I, I took my they shirt off. They were nice. Don't Th- get me so wrong. So this keep in mind, this is Friday. Yep. We signed breast to Oh, yeah. We're still on Friday. Or whatever. This, this is going to be a so good show. So I took my, sh- my shirt off to take a shower this morning. This is now <laughs> Sunday. And I had, like, black marks all over, like, my right side. And I'm yep. like, did I have a stroke? Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah, no way. No, someone, I had someone sign my breasticle. No? So, so the way that the conversation started was I got yelled at. I'm at the bar. I'm hanging out, having a good time with my pals. All right, Could I have be. a beer in my hand, and I hear a "Hey, Charlie!" and I'm like, "Oh, who's this?" and I turn around, and it's some gals. I'm like, "Oh, I know these people. We're not gonna call them out, cause we like your boobs." But we go <laughs> over there. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. set, by the way. Um, so I go over there, and they're like, "How's it going? What's going on?" They're like, "Oh, we bought some tank tops. Was hoping you could sign them. This, that, the other thing." And all of a sudden, flashing each other came into the conversation. So. She was like, let me see your tits. I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. So I dumped out my man boobies. They're, they're to the point where, like, I got a solid A cup going. Like, I can't quite get milk out of them yet. But, like, you gotta, can't get milk yet? I, I got a handful. Jeez. I got a handful. You got to get working on that, pal. So I dump them out. She, she's like, let me sign them. I was like, all right, that's fine. So she signs my titty. She signed my right titty. All right, this is important. Okay. So we, we progress in the conversation. She's like, can you sign mine? I was like, absolutely. I love signing boobs. This is fantastic. So I, I, I sign a boobie. And then I was like, Bradley, you got to come down here. 
and you you didn't listen to me the first like 69 times that I yelled at you. But I was like, you got to come down. You got to come down. So you signed the left booby. I did. Correct? So I we, did. Had a, we had a B and a C on some boobies. And um, she was like, uh, all right, that's it. I was like, no, no, no. You got to see my nipples. I get to see yours now, too. Wait, She's like, that didn't happen. The, the wicked did before you showed up. So oh, good to know. <laughs> I was like, well, you got to see my nipples. I get to see yours, right? All right. Boom. Railroad spikes right through the right through them. I was like, this is fantastic. What a night we're having. And uh, you were having. Well, you get it. So anyway, my right teddy was signed by the short story long. My right teddy was signed. Well, mine, I, I, mine was too. Now I think about it. I went to bed and I woke up and uh, there's black shit all over my arm, which apparently Sharpie transfers from skin to other skin. And I wake up and I take a shower and my, my father was like, what the fuck's all over your chest? I was like, that is a fantastic question because I didn't really feel like playing 20 questions with my father. Uh, so I didn't take a shower and I, it sounds like you had a similar experience where you had black shit just all over you. Oh, well, no, I just, I took a shower this morning because I had to friggin' wake up wicked early to go do left-hand turns for the first time in a couple, two, three years. And, uh, yeah. no, no, that no, was, t- that was t- today. I ju- yeah, yeah. Today. That's, that's when I took my most recent shower. Yeah. Oh, and I yes. noticed my fucking black That was black a couple mark. days ago. That was Friday night to Sunday. this morning. Yep. 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 Um, so <laughs> today is Sunday, by the way. Who's Sunday? You're, is she hot? Yeah. Well, probably. So I get out of the shower and there's a couple, two, three mirrors around. I'm looking around and I look and my 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 nipple was black and I didn't know if I had fucking which mu- typically you're not that shaped. I didn't correct? know if I well it depends. From what I understand, I got a, a lot of sun at Loudon. You're about so. a shade whiter than white paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wicked the most is Irish. It so, but my nipple was black and I'm like, did I did my nipple get frostbite because it was cold at Lee? So I'm I, that's it, my first thought. I'm was like, it winking? It's gonna fall out. It's gonna fall off. <laughs> I now have one nipple. Yeah. So, and then I look, and then there's like there's even more black lines going down my. It's turning my into right, like the Mister Deeds foot. My actually, that's my left. That's my left. That, nope, that's right. my left. Your right nipple. So I is think. it left? I don't know. Would it be left? Is it your middle nipple? Yeah. Oh, well, I. It's my favorite. So, uh, I think so. I had a line down my whole entire breast, and uh, yeah, I don't remember any of that happening. So um, apparently, it did. And then uh, I was also informed of other stuff that happened on Friday that I was not a part of, I'm pretty sure, but apparently I was. Such as? Um, so, hmm, let's just say I T-bowed on the front shoot at Lee. Um, you know, Excuse me? No pissers in sight, and uh, there was a wall, and uh, the lights were off. And uh, I kneeled down, took a knee. Pledge wasn't going, so it was fine. And, uh, yeah, urined, wicked. All over the wall on the and, racetrack. Uh, well, you're, yeah, you're a degenerate. There you was understand, a right. You're an Inuit. You get it. So there was a lot of people doing walking left to right, and I just tried to be as as most as part as of the conversationist as you could be, as you're on one knee. And uh, I don't think anyone noticed that I was peeing. To be honest, yeah, no idea. Except I probably peed on my you're, shoe. You're pissing all over the wall. No one. Yep. No one said a well, thing. Maybe I was informed that maybe someone saw me from yonder. But you know what? You'll have that. Yeah, right? it was I'll probably just it. you know the fucking inch and a half wiener that was fucking sticking through the wall. But inch and a half? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it was warm. It was a good champion. Day. Yeah, Cha- I'm jealous. Yeah. So that was Lee. Um, are we done with Lee? What happened at Lee? <sighs> it, it just they dropped the ball. That's that's what it comes well, down to. You, you had a lot of people spend a lot of money to get a third of the program that you promised. Again, I love the racetrack. We're not. Sh- totally 
shitting on the track. Well, we just got to get somebody in charge there that knows what the fuck is going on. Like that's that's it's just that simple. There's well, absolutely no reason why the show should have started an hour and a half late. For a place Zero that reason. already struggles wicked uh, to get cars, you didn't help yourself. On the night that you had all of the cars. Oh, everyone you was had there. All of the cars. You, you had, had every there. the whole entire New England racing scene, you had their attention. This was your time to shine. Oh, you shine like Oof. a motherfucker. You shine like 10 to 15 seconds. Uh, yep. Uh, you shine like a black shine light. Shine bright like a diamond. Swag, money. <laughs> What'd you say? No, you get it. All right. So, Friday. Just, just Lee. Let's let's Lee. get someone in charge there that knows what's going on. That's well, it. Uh, so, Lee, uh, because it ran so late, I didn't get home until about 2, 2.30. You went home? I did. Fuck you. Yeah. No, I, I we Scarborough to Lee, New Hampshire is about an hour. Yeah, I wouldn't. Give I wouldn't or take. You stayed right in the parking lot, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, So, I went home. Didn't get home until like 2, 2.30. Uh, which was a quick turnaround to be at Beechridge on Saturday to race myself where the gates opened at 10 o'clock. So in natural Charlie fashion, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm going to get up at 7. I'm going to take a shower, leave the house by 8. And you were ready to go by 10.30. Get to, get to the shop by like 8.30, turn around, get to the racetrack like 9, 9.30, you know, be ready to go right when the gates open. So naturally, I wake up at 8.45. <laughs> and uh am like 30 minutes late to the shop weird uh about an hour late to the racetrack um got got our tires got everything set up and uh saturday for me it 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 was a it was an experience all right so uh i was racing the sport series car uh number 23 throwback to my father the red white and blue old uh javelin slash his wildcats paint scheme and uh yeah, you know, I'm doing something in the trailer to unload because we're late as as it is, and I go out the side door to do something, and I look at uh, Jeremy DeCorsi, who's who's been on part of the crew all year. He's you know been a fantastic hand, big help, and I've uh, been doing a lot of my tire work. And I, I look at him, and I, I see him wearing a gray T-shirt, which is whatever. I don't really think anything of it, but it has our logo on it. It's a triangle logo, uh, in which it's it's a one, a twenty-three, and a fifty-five, and it's uh, a short story long. It's a triangle logo that I drew in kindergarten. Because uh, I clearly was interested in what was going on in class. Uh, what those numbers are is it's my number, my dad's number, and his dad's number uh, with all of our first paint schemes in it. Uh, and I, I'm looking at his shirt. I'm like, did he like go in my closet and get like an old T-shirt of mine or something for the last Must race? Have. I was like, that's fucking weird, but whatever. And then I look at his right titty, and it says Charlie's Tire Guy on it. Like it literally says Charlie's Tire Guy. And I was like, the fuck? I looked over to my dad who was wearing a flannel when I picked him up. And by the time I get out of the trailer, he's got a gray shirt on. Same thing. Says Charlie's dad. And I started looking at everyone else. Ashley has one on. Matt has one on. Fucking Taylor has Everyone has one on. Except for me. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, oh, yeah, we went, we, we went, we wanted to surprise you. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. All right, let's go. Uh, so it, it started off on a bit of an emotional note there. And then uh, we go run and run our first practice there and things were good. Uh, still trying to figure out the, the new tire that they gave us, which is absolute garbage, by the way. Um, go for the second practice. Things are, you know, things are rolling. Things are smooth. Everyone's happy. And, uh, rusty running the super late model comes up to me in the, in the middle of the trailer. And I, I promised him that I wouldn't, uh, leave out how actually genuinely excited I was about this when this happened. But, uh, he comes up to me. He's like, how'd you like to try the old, uh, wide tired monster? I kind of took a second. I was like, excuse me? So do you want, do you want to drive the 44, my car, the super late model? I was like, are you, are you serious? Me? You want me? You want me to do that? 
He's like, yeah, 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 you've helped me enough. Why just hop in it? So I had a boner. <laughs> I was and like, so mind you, like my my how many times did it get stuck in the steering wheel? Oh, all of it. Uh, so it's my, that big? My no, God, no. Oh. The wheel's just real close. Oh, okay. Um, so my mission up until Saturday for my last twenty years of racing, ten years in the sports series, doing everything that I've done is is has to gone go into a super late model. Like that's that's like the peak of what I, I think is capable in our realm of racing that I could, I could achieve, you know, to get to. And, uh, yeah, th- this was my opportunity to say, yep. What we're going to do is you're, you're going to practice your car. You're going to do your laps, whatever. Super late miles after that, you're going to get out of your car. You're going to hop in mine. You're going to do a handful of laps. We're going to park it. We're going to put tires on it. Then I'm going to give you the radio and then I'm going to go scuff my new tires. This was rusty talking to me. I was like, Holy fuck. Like you, you honestly want me to do this? Yeah. 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 I want this to happen. So, uh, up until this point, my dad was pissed that I hadn't cried yet for whatever reason. Cause I, I had already gotten him with the red, white and blue car. I had gotten him with, uh, you know, the helmet, the suit, all of my stuff. You know, it, it was an emotional beginning to the year when he didn't know any of this was going on. So his mission was to make me cry. I was like, well, you fucking pricks. Well, unbeknownst to me, everyone had known about the shirts. Everyone had known that Rusty was going to do this for the last week or so. So I hop in the car, I fucking go out there and, <laughs> I, uh, I put it in reverse. I back it up. No problem. Uh, it stalls out. I go to fire it back up and it's just going zing, zing, zing. Like the starter's not lined up. I was like, I've been in this thing for fucking 10 seconds. There's no way I fucked this up already. So I look like an amateur and I have 10 people push start me out of the pits and I go onto the racetrack. And one of the cooler things was apparently no one told him, but Jamie Williams, the photographer of the racetrack, got a hold of the information somehow that I was going to run Rusty's car. And he's at like the the entrance to the racetrack snapping pictures of me in it he gets my laps in and then he knows somehow that the the change is happening so i go and i pull the car in and um you know it was spectacular like the sensation of speed was phenomenal that the power to weight ratio is incredible um it's now my mission to somehow end up in a super late model for anyone listening if you want to help out um yeah that's that's what i that's where i want to be at that's where i think i deserve to be at i think that we as a team have proven that we should be there but anyway I get it done. I pull it back into the pits. We do the swap. Jamie's taking pictures and all this stuff. I, you know, I just kind of in the moment, you know, throwing the radio on. Rusty goes out, does his five laps. He comes in, and this is where I had, I had, I had a moment. I had a moment. I had a moment. Uh, it had been a long time in which that I, I thought that I, I should be able to do something like that, and I, I cried like a little bitch. I did. Wicked. Uh, and Same. Then, yeah. <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I had my moment. Uh, so thank you, Rusty. I know you're probably listening. Uh, love you, kid. Uh, and then everyone was seemed to be fucking ecstatic about it because no, a lot of people never knew that I had never even been in one before. Or whatever. It was a big moment. So uh, it was cool. And, uh, you know, got that taken care of. And then we go out for our race. And we, we finished second in our heat, which put us uh, fourth, I believe, on the grid for the feature. Uh, fell back a little bit and uh uh got tangled up with uh the 20 car which you know it's been well documented we haven't seen eye to eye all year uh got him twisted up down the back stretch he tried to right rear me into the, the back stretch wall he failed miserably and uh i kept it going he ruined his own day and then uh when he had done that it had crushed the quarter panel into the right rear tire and um from there there's just smoke barreling into the car and i'm covered in rubber and this that the other thing and uh, yellow comes out on lap 26 i believe it was 
and Maddie keys the mic up. He's like, Hey, you know, I, th- I think we really need to fix this tire. I, th- I think we have to do it. I think we have the car to march our way back up, but we, we got to fix the tire. So I, <laughs> I go off the short way, which is off a of turn three, right into the fucking dirt and everything. Cause I'm the first, uh, pit stall there. Once you cut off the dirt and uh, rusty comes down, he's like, why the fuck are you pitting? Cause I was in third. Like I, I was literally in third when the yellow comes out. He's like, why are you pitting? I was like, look at the right rear. And he looks at me. He's like, Oh shit. And then like, there was like fucking 20 people that ran down over the hill they peeled all the pot body panels off, cleared everything up. I go back out there. I restarted like ninth, I think something like that. And we literally were just, you know, not to sound cocky, but we were literally carving the field up. We got around Clyde Hennessy. We got around Ryan Phillips. We got around a lot of good cars to that day. And, uh, I'm running fourth behind Matt Dow. Smithers had checked out at this point. Danny wears, you know, straight away ahead of me, but I, I can see Matt Dow. I was like, it's the last race of the year. I want another fucking trophy. So I literally just fucking, threw my balls up on the dashboard and tried to get to Matt Dow as quick as I could shift it onto the outside, passed him with two to go, brought home a third place trophy. And, uh, it was just a cool day. You know, literally everybody had one of our shirts on that would surprise me with, I got to run Rusty's car. We brought a trophy home. And then, uh, unfortunately Rusty goes out there in the pro series race. He has one of the, one of the, if not the fastest car on the racetrack, he marches his way up to third cuts a right rear tire down with like 20 to go. He hangs on to it until 10 to go. But uh, the coolest part of the night was uh, just, you know, both of our cars are there. We both had the day that we had, and we had probably 20, 30, 40 people around both of our cars just celebrating what it is that we do here in auto racing. So uh, forever is listening, whoever was there, thank you to each and every one of you. That was It was a cool experience to have that on Saturday. Uh, and, uh, like I said, we brought home a trophy, which was cool to bring back to the shop party and just, uh, hang out with all of our friends on Saturday, which you were there, but you were at Loudon, correct? On Saturday while I was doing all that. Yep. Yep. Oh. I showed up at Loudon. Oh. Um, how was the so, Monteford race? So we, I don't know how I did this. Well, actually I know exactly how. So actually going back to Friday night, even, um, after we signed tits, so again, we I come, you drag me down out of the stands. You're like, we got to sign these titties, and I'm like, I'm in all of it. And uh, we go down, sign tits, and and I look up, and there's it's like 75 laps uh, complete in the super late model race. I'm like halfway, 75 to go, perfect. And uh, by the time we're done with our titty signing situation, turn around, and DG12 is getting the checkered flag. Well, I'm like, pal, let's go down to the pits. Let's just walk down like we own the place. I've never been on the infield of Lee. I don't, I, I fucking, usually I get into Lee and I just get drunk in the bar. So, but this time I got drunk in the bar, but I had a pit bracelet on. So I'm like, let's just fucking, let's just wander down there. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fine. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And I had to race the next day. Well, you're, you're all right. Yeah. And, uh, so then my buddy, Chris and my buddy, Ty, who know next to nothing about anything that's going on really. Um, they're like, yeah, that'd be so cool. Fuck yeah. You know, they'd never been to a racetrack, but they never been to Lee before. And, uh, so we go down there and I accidentally, maybe potentially, you know, threw a couple, two, three hats away for free. Boof. Well, might be the first you're hearing of it. Um, yeah, I gave one to Derek and then black cam forced me to get a picture. So there's a bunch of pictures of me and Derek both looking high as a kite. He wasn't, <laughs> I was a little bit. Um, and I gave one to Cassidy and fucking Dolly and just, I Still was, just, I was throwing, I was throwing fucking, you know, just merchandise out and uh, I don't know, I don't know how that affects our finances, but I'm a shirt. I'm pretty sure it's not good. It's not a good thing. Just a bunch of free merchandise being thrown around, but that, you know, that's what happens when you get drunk because uh, again, this was 
right before the T-bowing situation um, yep. where I pissed all over the wall. And I don't remember doing that. I was told about it. I remember saying, I'm wicked going to go T-bow. So we're back to Friday? Yeah. So late, I'm, yeah. I'm, but it's leading into my Saturday, right? Yeah. So we get done with this whole situation. You know, uh, I get a picture with a check that I didn't win. And uh, then my buddy Chris is like, let's go to McDonald's all in. Just like the most drunk that's ever been drunk. So I'm like, let's fucking go. And so Chris is driving. I'm in the back seat, just, you know, trying not to throw up. And uh, we get in or we get to McDonald's the most closest that anything's ever been ever. So we, we get back to the gas station. We're wandering around and I buy the whole car ice cream sundaes. I'm like, fucking DG 12 one. Let's go buy a whole car ice cream sundaes. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't, we didn't win shit. Why did I wait a minute? <laughs> wait, you were I just spent car. 15 fucking dollars on, on ice cream sundaes for the, everyone in here. And uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't win nothing. Um, so basically while we were all drowning our sorrows or whatever um, for not winning anything cool in ice cream sundaes, we're getting back to the racetrack, right? And uh, Chris goes, you know, how the fuck do I get back to a, a campsite? And you literally just go straight back past the pits. I'm like, dude, take a left. Try, you know, just take a left. The gate's wide open. Let's just go right up onto the racetrack. He's like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. Takes a left. And I'm like, dude, take a right. And we're there. <laughs> we're literally on the racetrack. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. Fucking takes a right. And he is just flooring. Just absolutely matted the RAV4 down the front stretch. And he goes... <laughs> He goes, she's crazy. She's a little tight end corner. <laughs> this is at late? Coming, yeah. You're fucking like, ripping laps around. Oh, late. yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, turn your high beams on. He's like, dude, I ain't trying to get us fucking noticed out here. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Don't be we bitch. can't see shit. So we're coming through three and four, and he's slowing down. He's like, how the fuck do I get off this racetrack? I'm like, you uh-huh. missed it. You missed it. You got to do another one. <laughs> he turns on the high beams. We do another one. He gets off the track, dude. Fun. This kid's the funniest motherfucker that I've ever met in my entire life. So we go back and we started a fire on the ground, which hopefully didn't catch the whole entire woods on fire. Not sure yet. hundred uh, percent. But uh, yeah, we, the race ended right at like midnight, something like that. Uh, somehow, late. somehow, some way we didn't go to bed till three in the morning. Um, Oof, so that's tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'll have that. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all great night. And, uh, just, that just really led into my Saturday because I ended up waking up at six in the morning. So you go to bed at three, wake up at six, you're a little cranky, if you will. Cunty. Cunty. Yeah. The most cunty, uh, that you could possibly be three hours of sleep. Never good. And, uh, yeah, had an hour drive, something like that. 40 minutes to Loudon. Um, and, uh, night day started off right bad. Went to Dunkin' Donuts. Longest line has ever been. We're like, all right, we're going to go to the next one. You know, and apparently people in New Hampshire fucking love their Dunkin' Donuts because holy shit was the next one's line even longer, right? But it's inside of a gas station. We're like, oh, let's go inside and order. So we go inside and order. We're third in line. We're waiting in line for at least 20 minutes just for them to take our order. I'm like, this is a fucking shit show. So Ty in front of me gets two everything bagels, plain cream cheese. Sold. All right. Easy. I come up. I'm like, two everything bagels, plain plain cream cheese. I just had a stroke. You'll have that. He leaves. He gets his order. It's about literally he waited probably 20 minutes. I'm not even kidding when I say it was 25 minutes later, my order finally comes out. I thought that they forgot about me. I kept looking like at the the screen on the thing that had like the time of how long I've been waiting. I'm like, there's no way they didn't forget about my order. Well, finally, they're like, here you go. So we get in the car or the truck. We're we're driving aloud and uh, I want my bagel out. Like, I'm not even exaggerating when I say you could have you could have not put less cream cheese on a bagel. So basically, Duncan and I, we're just. I think I'm done. I think we're breaking up. Me and Duncan. No. Yeah. You. I thought Dude. you liked your maple bacon something oh, or other. Me and Duncan, we go way back. I mean, every day for the last six, seven this years. This is big news. This is big news. I'm oh. not kidding. I'm not kidding. You're all done? Because I tried this morning, too. 
no. Tried this morning. Oh, I no. We walk into the other gas station, Epping, New Hampshire. Oh, I forgot Right around the this. corner from Star, right? Line wrapped around the building with cars. Couldn't have been a longer line in the drive through Like, how many, like, how long, how important is your Duncan? I, I'm not waiting an hour and a half no, in a line sitting in my once. car. No. Are you shitting me? So we're like, all right, we're the smart ones here. We're just, you know, we're intelligent creatures. We walk in with our masks. No one else has them. We're like, all right, yeah, we're from Maine. <laughs> uh, and we walk in, big sign. No, like, at counter orders must go through drive through Are you fucking shitting me? So I, I was I was about to, you know. Mind you, Subway, Why don't you can piss on from Dunkin' Donuts inside the building. Yep. Got a sandwich, no problem. Yep. That was easy. Yep. Don't know what the difference is between the COVID apparently knows if it's a donut or a sandwich, but yeah, yeah, that that I mean, made no sense to me. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad. I'm just disgusted. So Duncan and I, uh, we're on the outs. I guess I'm gonna have to start getting. Is it, it's being, not like official. Like, well, we're yeah. they haven't signed the paperwork. Well, we're yet, done. Yeah. Oh, we're done. Oh yep. no. Yep. Did you lose half your shit? Well, at least three quarters of it. Oof. See, and the thing is, is like I can't go to aromas. I fucking hate aromas. I, I so love aroma I, you know, I'm 100 percent out on aromas. So I might just I don't know. I I drank a white you claw today. I might just, I might be going to Starbucks, pal. No, no, might be doing it. Can't have that. I had a white. I mean, Unacceptable. I already got the vagina. <sighs> well, <sighs> is it growing? Yeah, I had no. three white claws today. That's unfortunate. Should, did I just say that out loud? You did. Fuck for thousands right. to hear. So I did. I did go to Loudon. <laughs> <laughs> kind of forgot. This is Saturday. Where this Back to thing. Saturday. The Back freedom Saturday. free. Or no, we watched the freedom free million. The 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 freedom free million. The the Fritos three hundred. Three L A. The Frito thirty. You get it. They ran thirty total laps, right? For the modifreds. All of it. No, at Lee. At Lee, at Lee? I don't. So I the, the Musket two million, Loudon, New Hampshire. It was a show. There was um, four million modifieds. I'm not right? kidding when I say that uh, Matt Swanson had the fastest car. Swat Monson. And same guy. Yeah, him too. Yeah. And, you know, he was running right up in the top six, seven the whole entire day. And and I went down and uh, I had to piss all over the sink. And I went and I, I bought a couple merchandise items from the New Hampshire Motor Speedway hauler. And I come back. They're taking the green. And uh, well, they're, they're coming to one to go. And so I'm standing there like, oh, I got my race car mitt ready. I'm fucking, you know, I'm going to catch him coming to get the green. I'm going to get a Snapchat. So all of it. Yeah. And then I see Matt is starting on the outside, starting second. I'm like, holy fuck. Well, Matt goes into turn one and two, takes the lead. And I'm like, you great. <laughs> fucking <laughs> <You're> great. <laughs> Goddamn freaking speed demon over here trying to get all the fucking lap money. <laughs> and uh, so I get back up to my seat, you know, to, at least, dude, we're sitting like row 39. <laughs> the bleaches at Loudon, dude. Like were were you baking? Oh well, no. I'm just saying the walk up. Oh, it's the worst. Couldn't be more winded. Like <laughs> I mean, I I had a lung replacement halfway up mid mid pack. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And by the time I got back up there, Matt's still in the lead, and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go, pal. And this is like probably about a hundred to go, I'd say. Yeah. yeah so yeah. two hundred lap race, hundred to go, and uh, it's that's him halfway. Well. It, I thought it was supposed to be a 250, so it, that wouldn't have been halfway if it was. Was it 250 or 200? Well, it, was, it was a 200 lap race. Oh, so it wasn't. Half, so it was halfway. Well, but 100. Yeah. It was 100, supposed to. I heard 100 minus a million. Plus you said. A million minus you said 100. 250. I, I didn't. I heard 250. I, I wasn't there. I was racing. Well, did you not hear the the? You weren't there. I wasn't at loud. You didn't no. get the fried Oreos. Those <laughs> were fucking delicious, pal. You should have had some. Tell you that. Are for we bringing free. that up? We're gonna do that now. What? We're gonna. Really? I had them. They're good. We're going to... The fried Oreos, really? I Again? I ain't fight with no one. Guess what I didn't Except have on Saturday? Guess Except what I didn't fucking have on Saturday? That's Again. your fault. <sighs> it's 
I literally, I, you realize it like, literally could I, not be more your fault. I got up and left last week. You understand that? Talking about this, correct? You're, you're fine. So Cassidy Griffith. You're going to be fine. I have never been more upset in my entire you're life. You're going to be fine. Not only did she go out of her way to make sure everyone else got fried Oreos, but I, I got none. She got two orders. I, I wasn't there. She did buy two orders. That that could not have been any more useless to me. Ate them to, both. Did not get fried. Like, Shared them with everyone around. <sighs> Reagan you're got not some. You're Tyler not, got okay. some. Chris got some. Being an Oreo aficionado, you're if not, you will. You're, you're not. I am. I've never seen you eat an Oreo. That's can't be true. Well, it is. That's not true. Yep. I love Oreos. Well. Big fan. Biggest of fans. Hmm. I still have yet to have a fried Oreo. Well, that seems. She's like, like oh my fault. god! But I, I went out of my way and get a special order. It's like, yeah, that I, I wasn't there. That's your fault. That's How was that my fault? That I was literally, I was racing at Beatrice. She wasn't there either. Okay, you. Th- you that's like, been there. Liter- it's like literally getting something special ordered to your neighbor's house and be like, oh well, your neighbor got it. Like, why are you mad that you don't have it? It's the same exact thing. I, I got BFP. zero. I got zero fried Oreos on Saturday. Fifty percent of BFP was it loud, and you should have been there. Well, I the, 50% uh, the other neighbor. fifty percent was at Beechridge, so you should have been at Beechridge. Well, I well I, there was no fried Oreos at Beechridge. We had to show up to Beechridge. So you went strictly to Loudon for fried Oreos. Yeah, that can't be true. That is, that's not yep. true. And Monteford's and okay. Matt Swanson, specifically Matt Swanson. I'm still pissed. It's Brian Cassidy's Cruzek. fault. It's is what I'm saying. It's no, it's literally all your fault. No, it's could not be any more Cassidy's fault. It no, I I don't no. think you're hearing. No, I am. What's coming? I know exactly face. what happened. No, no, well, me too. Okay, I'm. They're good. They were good. It, you should have tried them. You're not helping. Well, you're not. You could not be helping any less. They were right worth now. your time. I, I wouldn't know. So I'll go fuck myself. So mid Modiford race, I'm I'm <sighs> enjoying I'm a delicious. Uh, are you mm, done? Nutritious. That nothing nutritious. Yum. About that. Well, can't be. There was at least some sort of vitamin D or something there, in there. Powdered sugar. Chance. What's in there? Not uh, a chance. Cocaine. Oof. Calcium. I'm so there must have been at least a little bit of calcium in there. I've never. So I have stronger bones now. I'm I'm too afraid to try cocaine because I'm just petrified. I'm gonna like it way too much. You never tried cocaine? Not even once. No. Oh, me either. Weird. Um, that, that can't be true. You're lying. <laughs> Wait, who's lying? Wait, I think you're lying. Is the FBI listening? Yeah. Well, oh, no, probably. Um, so Loudon, hundred lap mark, f- fucking, you know, halfway, and uh, you know, I'm I'm enjoying a delicious, mm, nutritious fried Oreo. And, uh, yeah, Matt Swanson's leading Wicked. Him and Patrick Emmerling are putting on a hell of a show. And uh, for the, for the you know, about 50, till 50 laps to go, it was really just them two uh, that, that were really just trading off the lead there. And eventually it comes to a round of pit stops. And the uh, the gas, the guy for that there, Matt Swanson. I am listening to Matt's, Matt on the scanner, and his spotter goes, go, 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 go. The gas guy was still wicked doing the gassing yeah and uh i heard go 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 i look down and the gas guy is like almost laid out on the concrete with the gas can four pit stops down and uh i don't know if you followed nascar ever but they don't typically like that i'm no gynecologist or nothing but like that that's not the proper procedure you're not a gynecologist oh they don't know that yet i'm a Okay. Um so he got a wicked penalty and he started at the tail and he This is this is, this is NASCAR Modifords, This is Modifords, right? yeah, and, and and this is this is we're still on Modifords. Yeah, we still have ACT to go. Thanks for listening. Um and, <laughs> No, I'm I'm talking to the listeners, oh. not you. No. Don't fucking yell at me. Yeah. You should have tried the fried Oreos. They're pretty good. So Matt Swanson really? go, the, and there's the, the, the fried like, Oreos. He, he's okay. he's like That's fine. he's like twenty I'm ninth. Fine. I don't know how many were there. He was all of the back there. And uh fifty to go. And he's just marching his way right up to the front. 
And, and I mean, he was driving by everyone and anyone. And he ended up finishing like six or seven, something like that at least. But geez, Grace, I mean, you yeah. mm -hmm. passed like 20 fucking cars. Fried Oreos, fucking delicious. Pal. Okay, really? Um, and you're gonna just every other sentence is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. You fucking geez grace me. That's good. So honestly, probably the fastest car there. Um, I don't. I I don't think that I'm being biased when I say that. Bobby Santos won. Um, if you were to look at the entry list before the race, Bobby Rantos, same guy, him too. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if you were to look at the entry list before the race, and you were like, pick one driver and suck it. That's. Well, you're gonna suck Bobby Rantos. Sandy Rant. Bantos. Candy. Sobby Bantos. You get it. Him, him, yeah. If you were to pick one driver, that's probably who everyone would pick. And I know that for a fact because we did a race pool. And Cody LeBlanc, pick one, picked and him. Suck. Oh. And he he didn't suck it at all. He won all the money. Yeah. Took, a, took it he, all. Did he touch it? Well, no. But he backed it up by also placing in the ACT pool, which is demoralizing because I won no money. So that'll happen. All weekend. Whatever. Um, so yeah, ACT race comes out, and that was basically a snooze fest. They stuffed it all. They stuffed all of it out back of the pack, um, coming in to get the green. And uh, the Bukaki kid, you know, Derek just, Bukaki. Yeah, he he blew one of the tires, maybe all of them. And uh, I don't recommend that. There was a little bit of BFP on BFP violence, courtesy oh, of that tire poppage. Um, and uh, yeah, the the Palky kid, I think, in the '64 got a little caught up in that if they like we're pretty lenient you know, here whatever. at the black flag podcast like we let a lot of things if you're go. gonna blow a tire make sure it's around someone that we don't like i'm just saying like like we don't typically get mad about a lot of things bfp on bfp violence you get mad about a lot of things clearly unacceptable well unacceptable can't have it not n not gonna no I, i'm pissed no i'm pissed more not as pissed about the fried oreo but like it's whatever are you I'm done. I'm fine. It's whatever. I'm not mad. They're good. You not fucking tried. mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> should have tried them. I'm pretty mad. Um, so what were we talking about? ACT. Oh yeah, Wayne Hollywell dicks on the field. Um, Brian Cruz, like, good showing, solid showing. Yeah, Did you see the there. tire that came off of that car? Oh well, I was listening to Frenchie spot for him, and and I could tell that something wasn't doing good with like one to go. Yeah. And uh, then Hebert, he, well, he was running second. Hebert got by him for second. He ended up finishing third, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see what happened with the tire. You were shown video proof or something, right? So, yeah, uh, uh, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't see what happened, but I heard all about it on the radio. And uh, yeah, as long as he heard, hold, held on for third, uh, probably got a halfway all right trophy out of that one. And uh, you know, anytime you finish third, like uh, Bobby Weber said at, at Loudon, you can't really complain. Cars in one piece, and you know, and no one's dead. Yeah. Well. So. Well. Well, someone's probably dead, but yeah, maybe no one, no one that we know. Um, and then, yeah, today happened, I guess, right? Yeah. So today, uh, well, we 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 ended Saturday off with I, I got back to the race shop from Beach Ridge, and you uh, ventured your way back over from Loudon, and we all end up in Wyndham at the race shop, and uh, we were having a time. There was probably third thirty of us, give or take. Something like that? Yeah, probably probably, good probably 30 of us. We there. all had masks on. Waking up all the, the neighbors, socially distancing, obviously. Um, right. Not even once. Um, and uh, we're just all hanging out. And I, I told you, what did I say? I was like, hey, you should probably go invest some time in finding my uh, you know, backup suit and helmet and such. And you seemed all of the confused. Oh, I yeah. Couldn't be more confused. So, so I yeah, little did you know. Uh, about you know the last two three weeks or so, uh, Mike Ramsey and myself and uh, Megan and others 
um, had put together a deal where uh, you were going to drive the 87, uh, mainly awards, mainly motorsports, whatever red Monte Carlo in the slingshot division in practice today. You had no idea. No. Correct? No idea. Um, but it seems as though you, you, you had a stressful night thinking about it. Couldn't, couldn't have had less of an idea. So last night, it's like no joke when, when Charlie says there was 30 people there. So I was made aware of this um, by probably, I don't know, 11, 30, 12. It was late. It was really, really late. It was it was by the time everyone else was already about gone. And yeah. uh yeah, then, 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 like Charlie said, he said, go go grab my suit, helmet, whatever. And, you know, at that, at that point, there's there's only, like, 10, 10 people around. And uh, they're all, you know, all of our really close friends, I'd say. And apparently everyone else knew everything about it except for me. Yeah. And like uh, I go and grab the fire suit, helmet, gloves, fucking shoes. I throw them on, see, make sure they fit. I was signing autographs for all the kids and the, the bitches at home. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I still honestly had no idea what the hell was going on. Charlie just said I was practicing something tomorrow, and uh, I kind of just assumed it was a slingshot because I've said for a while that I'd want to I wanted to race one, um, and uh, just I wanted I wanted something that I would be able to race at Star and Beatridge, and uh, yeah, I you know woke up. Charlie's like, "You got to be at the track by ten tomorrow," and I'm like, "Holy fuck! All right, it's two right now," and uh, I got two hours, three hours of sleep at most yesterday, so yep, let's see how this goes. So we go home probably three, fall asleep, wake up, and. Uh, you know, didn't get nearly enough sleep and, and woke up and Charlie's like, yeah, just meet me at the track. And I'm like, well, can I just ride with you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just meet at my dad's house. I'm like, All right, sounds good. So I come over and uh, we're driving along, we're going down the highway and Charlie's like, yeah, you're racing a 350 super, or practicing a 350 super modified. And I'm like, no, there's no way that's a thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you are. And uh, so I got out of the car on the highway going 70. And uh, now yeah, I have you a, started running down a field. Yeah, like, I was like, I have Bradley. wicked road rash. Yeah. Um, no. So I was like, dude, yet yeah, And is like, honestly, I, I just at this point, I know you're kidding. I know. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I know that's for sure not happening. Um, I also would not do that. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, it has to be someone's slingshot. Well, so last night, um, the first thing that popped into my mind uh, when I when I was told that I was going to be practicing a car, I'm like, it has to be one of the Steve Perry cars. First thing that I said, first thing out of my mouth, because mm-hmm. Steve Perry has uh, Mike Ramsey's car and he has that Brandon Feller's kid racing Brandon Beatridge, Williams, same guy. Yeah, and uh, and he raced at Beatridge. Obviously, Beatridge was done yesterday, so they still had today to race. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to bring two cars, and you know, worst case, Austin Terrio fucking break. I, I stuff one in the fence, and Brick just takes the other one out because he's second in points. And so I go out and I sleep for as much as I could and woke up and we're on the way down the highway and Charlie, Charlie still wouldn't tell me what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. Well, we walk into the pits and, uh, I I think Adam Lovejoy is the first one to stop us. And he goes, the fuck you got? I had a helmet, fire suit, shoes, like all in my hands. (laughs) Looked like like you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Like I just, I just left a flea market or something. And, uh, Charlie's like, oh, he's going to drive something in practice. And I'm like, I have shaking in my boots. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I still like literally I the car was in my general vicinity. Like I could throw a rock and for sure hit it wicked. Uh-huh. No idea what I was driving. And and Charlie, you know, Charlie's like, all right, kid, you want to want to come down? Want to come down and see it? You got to get ready. Because like we were, we were literally walking into the pits at 10, 45, 45 practice rolled out at 11. Yep. So uh, we're walking in and, uh, we start. We start walking towards the eighty-seven car, and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" I called this. This is the first <laughs> thing that I fucking guessed. 
one of the Steve Perry cars. And, uh, so we walk over and, and, uh, you know, fucking whatever bricks fueling it up and putting right rear tire on it and I'm getting dressed. And, uh, yeah. So if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that the only thing I've ever raced four cylinder super or four cylinder super truck. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> four cylinder truck. Um, and, uh, still got my mind on the super modifier. I was scared. Uh, and yeah, I've only raced at Beechridge and Oxford flattest racetracks that have ever racetracked ever. So I go in, I get dressed and I jump in the car and, and I've never had a Hans device on. I've, I always, if I, if, if I had neck protection, I had a donut in, in my truck, never had a seat that even came close to fitting me. No. Um, like I, like I was telling everyone earlier, I led probably about six to seven laps of one race. One time when I started on the pole, cause I jumped the shit out of the restart. Um, and I leaned forward and looked at the scoring pylon because I swear it had been 20 laps it was not, it was six. And everyone's like you wait you lean forward in your seat and i'm like yeah they're like you're not supposed to be able to do that oh, news to me <laughs> yeah. so Can i jump in your seat yeah <laughs> get out <laughs> <laughs> i jump in brick bricks car and when i couldn't i was vacuum sealed like a motherfucker like i couldn't move my head i couldn't move my arms i was so which I, that's the point i didn't i was confused so i'm still like trying to learn everything and everyone's like yo practice is rolling out you gotta get on the track get on the track so again this is like a, an automatic of sorts and i'm used to driving a standard right so he goes go back one that's reverse sold go back one <laughs> drive <laughs> i was gonna say you ran me over <laughs> go back one drive we like jump forward real quick still on the brakes because you know i have a brain and uh then finally get it into reverse <laughs> we're rolling onto the racetrack and i and you know i i was excited because i was the third one in line there was only three of us in line total and they start waving us out and then like three or four other guys come out on the racetrack. I'm like, oh fuck! Like I need to let these guys go by. So I'm going out. I'm you know just warming up the tires, whatever. And and again, I've never been to a racetrack where it had any sort of banking like this. So I I I don't know. I basically we, the green flag came out, and I was just I just was trying to move out of everyone's way to let them go by, so I could just putt around and fucking try to figure this thing out. Because again, like I've never been so strapped to anything ever. Like my <laughs> balls were in my chest because of how tight the belts were yeah. and just couldn't move at all. I'm trying to get acclimated to this car. I've literally been in it for four seconds and now I'm out on a racetrack, um, which is exactly what, you know, you're supposed to do. And, you know, I just, I moved up, let everyone go, ran a couple, two, three laps. And with about two, two laps to go, I had moved up to let enough people go by that the leaders came by and passed me. So I got laps. That was fun. Um, but I was really just, I honestly, like, I don't, the one thing that I hate the most, especially never been in a car, like in a car like this at all, never been at star. I was just petrified that I was going to wreck bricks car. Cause brick again, second in points, right. like it would be an issue. It would <laughs> definitely be an issue. Um, so I was just out there just, you know, don't fucking don't spin it. So Brick goes don't barely. Kill yourself, he goes barely touch the brakes going into the corner. I'm like sold. So I go into turn one the first time, or the second time I guess because the first time I was letting everyone go by, and uh, I barely touched the brakes. Well, apparently I barely, barely too much to like touch the brakes because I washed up the track like a motherfucker. And I'm like, all right, so I got to touch the brakes a little bit more. So I go into the corner the next time, get on the brakes a little bit too hard, and I'm like, I, that didn't feel right. Um, so then again, I was just I was just riding around. I was like, ah man, I. There's a whole video of it. I cannot, I cannot stuff this thing in the fence. Like there's, there's a lot of cars that I'd like, if it was my own car, I don't give a fuck, but you know, other people's shit, I do not like wrecking. And, uh, yeah, so I had fun. Good time. Great time. Never been in anything other than was it worth shitting your pants all night last night? Well, that was just cause I was drunk. Uh, I just lived off bush light for a couple, two, three days. So yeah, no, I, I, 
I was way more nervous before I actually got to the racetrack. I think the minute that I got in the car, I wasn't nervous at all. That was, that was cool. Um, but again, yeah, never been in anything. Well, I haven't been anything since 2017, 16, yeah. 16, maybe. Um, yeah. So, so BFP back on track. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, Could so be. you, you got to drive brick car. So yep. thank you to yeah. Mike Ramsey and that, that whole crew and Steve Perry for giving Brad the opportunity to do that. It was, I had more fun just fucking setting it up and watching you fucking panic. That was my favorite part of the entire day. Thanks. Uh, I had fun <laughs> eating those fried Oreos. It, it, was, it was a little bit d- different circumstance because I, I fucked with your head and told you last night that you just needed a fire suit and it wouldn't tell you why. Uh, so watching you panic was a good time, whereas Rusty just kind of sprung it on me 10 seconds before I had to hop in it. And uh, that was the biggest, fastest fucking soup did whatever I've ever driven in my entire life. So um, we had a, we had a good we had a, we had a good weekend. That's what it sounds like. Absolutely. Uh, uh, star today. Uh, can't leave out Bobby Timmons, friend of the program. Supposed to be on the show today, but he he won. So we <laughs> former, partied wicked. Former permanent guest of the Black Flag Podcast. Uh, in his uh, throwback number thirteen, super modified. Uh, Dick stomped the field in his heat race, and apparently the super modifieds at Star Speedway, they do like a, an ACT late model deal where it's a it's a plus minus system. So if you pass uh, two or three cars, you're going to start higher up in the order than someone who either got passed by two or three cars or stayed even or what have you. Uh, well, Bobby, I believe, was a plus four after his heat race, uh, which put him on the pole for the feature, and I believe there was 21 super modifieds there tonight. And Bobbert, he changed some stuff on it. Him and his dad worked their fucking nuts off on that car, the big one and the little one. Uh, he started pulling the feature and just fucking drove away with it. Uh, that car had incredible drive up off the corner. He just left the rest of the field, started carving up lap traffic. Yellow comes out. Uh, he has a restart on the inside of the 22. I can't remember who. That's, uh, what's his nuts there? Uh, yep. Sparky MacGyver. That's who it was. Same guy. And uh, Bobby uh, and his, uh, you know, showed his talent there and jumped to start as much as he could uh without making it wicked obvious took off um you know had had to wait a couple laps for the car to come in uh, come to him but he had that crazy drive up off and i believe he led every single lap of the race uh brought home a ginormous trophy uh which i believe courtesy of mainly awards um it was the the mayor's cup something like that yep uh gorgeous probably not six feet tall but all of five feet tall uh Big old red trophy, three post deal with two plaques in it. Uh, Bobby said it's his new, it's his cat's new fucking climbing toy or whatever now. So, uh, congrats to Bobbert. That was cool. So we were there to to witness that. He had all, he had all of his friends at the racetrack for the first time in a long time because typically either, you know, we're racing elsewhere or uh, we're all at different places. So you know, due to COVID, whatever, we were all in the same place at the same time. Got to have that fun with Bobby tonight. Uh, where we then all went to the Holy Grail afterwards, which is a restaurant in Epping, New Hampshire, that used to be a church that is now a bar. Gotta love everything about that. Uh, got yelled at for swearing. Yeah, we got yelled at for swearing by some bald guy. Um, so I attempted to sign his head. Didn't go over well, I guess. But uh, uh, and then from there, we we just it was a good time. We just partied all night. Everyone had a hell of a weekend. Really, nothing bad happened in my race. Congrats to Chris Smith. Um, oh, Smithers. Just forgot to kind of talk about that too. Uh, Smitty and I had a handshake agreement at the banquet last year. Um, when I came into the sports series, the last one to run the number one was Smitty. Um, even though that he had won the championship in the 55 cars, just out of respect, something that you do just ask permission. Hey, is it all right if I use that number one? He said, of course, you know, you know I, I would love it if you did use it. 
Uh, so for the last 10 years in the sports series, I was the number one. We did the throwback paint scheme to my dad. That's been in the works for a couple of years. Smitty ended up getting in a, a new car himself, so it worked out perfectly. It was like, hey, why don't you run the number one? We'll all do a throwback this year. You can run the old Batmobile. Uh, that was actually the only stipulation. It's like you get the one back, but you have to run the Batmobile. Uh, and he, he got to pull it off in victory lane, which was fantastic to see. It was cool to see that number one back on the top of the board. So congrats, congrats to Chris Smith. Congrats to Kristen Smith. I think Smitty got laid that night. So good for him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just, it's a big old traveling circus family. That's all it is. Uh, which again, I say it time and time again, but that's, it's just, it is what it is. We're yep. just one big, weird, dysfunctional family. Yeah. That's what I love about yep. racing. And, so. and like I, like I said, Bobby was supposed to be on the show and, uh, and I don't blame him for not because no, we no, partied he, all, all night. It's yeah. fucking, uh, 10 30 at night. Yeah. So we just, I have to work tomorrow morning. Bobby has to work tomorrow morning. So, uh, I think we were going to have Bobby and Rusty on the show as well, but they were both together. Rusty said, and, uh, Rusty said yeah. he wanted to be on the show only for 10 minutes so that I didn't try and do a cover up the story about me being a little bitch and crying and doing all sorts of cool stuff. Cause I, I finally got to live out a, a cool little dream there. So, um, hopefully I did it justice. Hopefully you did it justice. Um, anything else happened this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Just, oh yeah. Yikes. Uh, well, shout out Scotland for the free shirt. Um, and, uh, that's the one thing that I have in, in my, Oh, yikes. Um, yeah. So I have a weapon of the week. Uh Oh yeah. So I don't know what exactly happened. In the Modiford race. We're like 30 laps in, right? So we did a race pool, naturally, obviously. Um, and I pick one of my picks, first pick, I don't know, something. I, I had a pretty deep, deep pick. I pick Woody Pickcat. Solid pick, I think. And we're like 30, 40 laps into the race. Caution comes out. We Wait a minute. Maybe we're not even 30 laps. I don't know. We're early, early, way too early in the race. There's a caution in like turn three and four. Might have been Melissa Fifield lap one in the wall. That happened. Seth, early day. Um... And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, whoa, hey, whoa, and they point down to the right. Well, there's smoke, fucking pe- kids screaming, babies crying. And I look down, and there's a black car stuffed in the fence. I'm like, what the fuck, bud? It's Woody Pitcat. Oof. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Well, then I'm listening to someone on the radio. My, I don't know. I was listening to someone. I was scanning at that point, and someone just goes, oh, that's awful. <laughs> it might have actually been the spotter for... Uh, Matt there but uh I'm sitting there listening and he just goes oh that's awful and that's what I looked to my right like that and everyone else pointing and and people screaming and stuff and then uh they just go oh John McKennedy just ran over Woody Pitcat I mean like look at him next time he comes around and and so he comes around and his like front bumper bar is just like couldn't be more straight up in the air like I mean he just absolutely ass packed Woody Pitcat stuffed him in the fence ended Woody's day he came out Woody came out ran a couple couple more laps uh, needless to say I didn't win any money but um yeah I don't know what exactly what happened over there maybe it was Woody's fault maybe he checked up too early I don't know maybe his spotter just told him yellow came out and he checked up immediately um but uh I guess you know it was better better him than Matt because then every, every every caution after that Matt spotter would tell him just to you know stay on the gas get low and you know basically just try not to have that same thing happen so yeah my my weapon of the week was John McKennedy I don't know if, if it was him or Woody Pitcat's fault but I'm gonna go with uh, John McKennedy's fault because that seemed to be the general consensus but uh yeah uh world BFPB presented by any racing news next weekend um star classic could be that's where I'm gonna be I'll be at Bristol yeah. So you're. So what's your plan? You're you're hopping on a plane and doing. What are you doing? I'm hopping on a plane Thursday. Yeah. I'm flying to Bristol. 
and so for those that have ever accused us of, of being bad for short track racing and not supporting it and not you know saying nothing but negative shit fuck you you're literally flying to bristol yeah flying to bristol uh gonna get in early afternoon on on thursday um can't watch the fucking arca in the truck race um well, so I'll covid just be... covid knows when the arca cars are on the track right so. right yeah you, you can only get sick when the arca cars are out there and uh yeah gonna, gonna just probably camp out got, got a couple buddies coming from uh virginia and south carolina kids that i've just met like literally at races before uh and, and I, I know i met a couple of them handful of them at uh dover they were doing like a there's a sports book there they had like a pop-up tent and uh they were just taking bets and i just met a couple of them in line been friends with them ever since and they're like oh we're going to bristol blah, blah, blah. and i already had tickets and uh so yeah flying down gonna be there thursday camp out thursday night watch the xfinity race on friday um, watch the cup race on Saturday, flying back Sunday morning. And the plan is right now to fly back in and go right to star for a star classic. Well, not star classic, I guess, but part of the classic weekend. Um, Saturday's the big show there, but, uh, yeah, going to be there Sunday, I hope. And, you know, all goes well. That's where I'll be, but you know, rain happens and flight gets delayed and I won't be back ever. So <laughs> rest and rip. Yep. Yep. So yep. you're going to be there. Um, I am going to be at the Star Classic Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Rusty is going to be racing on Friday uh, in the Super Late Model, and I believe Bobby uh, Bobbert is going to run both the Big and Little Flappy Bird. Um, it's going to be the weekly whatever uh, 350 small block uh, Little Flappy Bird and then the uh, Isma Super Big Block Flappy Bird. Um, so that'll be cool for that. Uh, I've never been to the Star Classic. I'm usually racing that weekend, so I've never had the opportunity to go. So hopefully... Uh, I'm sure they will, but the Weber family and the entire Star Speedway, they're going to put on one hell of a show, just like they did today. Uh, not hard to start on time, not hard to get a program through in one day. Weird. Uh, so, uh, they Can we sh- also talk about how Beatridge has nine divisions and it lasts like three hours? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. As much as people want to shit on Beatridge or whatever, they're in a weird situation where they're the only one in Cumberland County, you know, having to kind of rush through shit and uh, doing this, that, the other thing. But they've literally combined two programs in one day for the last two months. And we have been out of the racetrack before six o'clock every weekend. Absolutely no reason. My weapon of the week, Lee USA Speedway, and whoever the oh. race director, whatever is, get your fucking shit together. Absolutely no reason why you should have that many people pissed off at you for something that was supposed to be spectacular. Pal. Again, we'll all be back. We're gonna give you another shot. But holy fuck, you gotta get away from this this stigma that you have of starting late, being there all night, fucking the show all up. I absolutely no reason for I it. I was way too drunk to realize. Like I knew I was pissed because Dan Collins in the bar down below. I was up in the stands. Dan down in the bar started screaming bullshit. Right. So then we had there the was whole a bullshit stand, chant. The whole stand started cheering bullshit, bullshit. when they pulled the street stocks off at lap twenty five. Um, and so then. All of a sudden, whatever, you know, race goes on and, and, you know, I'm like blacked out. Like I, there's literally things that I do not remember any part of, like from, from that night. Well, then I'm looking through socials the next morning and everything is just, I've never seen a group of people more pissed off at a racetrack. And we had messages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, fucking people came up to us in person. They're like, can we nominate a racetrack for weapon of the week? Yes, absolutely. Lee USA Speedway, weapon of the week. My bad. I accidentally promoted the shit out of that event. That was a tough one. Um, <laughs> we gave so. you guys so much free publicity, so oh, much free man. advertisement. Man, and everyone we're not even getting up. paid for this. No, we just holy. We're fuck. just here so we don't get fined. 
Oh my god. Oh, that could have been such a good show too. Like the thing is is if you just didn't All you have to do is you have to have the next class in line in lineup ready to go once the checkered flag not falls even and just you have that. to start on time. Not even just that. Literally just if you're going to do No. Don't j- don't have Nima there. I'm sorry. I love Nima. Nima's cool. No. All right. No, so we the... can't just either don't do Nima, don't do six shooters. Just you're having a 5k to win race, a 10k to win race. Have those two fucking races. Literally, the, if you do heats, you do time trials, you do the races. People are still going to be thrilled. The problem that I had though is that they knew that they were behind the eight ball right off the bat. They started. They literally started over an hour late. Okay, whatever. But from there, they ran the six shooter shitbox races first. So now we're wasting time. Now we're going to roll the NEMA midgets out there, which all have to be push started. They gave them fucking 20 fucking pace laps before they took the green. No one knows what's going on. It, it, it fucking a disaster. Then they have the NEMA lights go out there. There's another fucking 12 car race, whatever. NEMA, NEMA midgets are cool. We're not getting away from that. No. NEMA midgets are fucking really cool. NEMA lights are also really cool. But you had 12 of them there. All right? That's not the... It, a lot of times that will be the main event. If that's the traveling touring series and they're there, that's the main event, whatever. But if, if you're having a 10 K to win super late model race and a five K to win street stock race, and you're fucking stroking everybody along with these shitbox races, people are going to get pissed. And then you sacrifice your two biggest shows of the night at the expense of your six cylinder shitbox races and the NEMA midgets. Unacceptable. Absolutely no reason. And I, as much as I hate it being a driver, be getting rushed in the pit area, you have to have that. No reason why you shouldn't start on time. Absolutely no reason why the next class should not be in the lineup area ready to go the second that the checker comes out so that by the time you're done with your um, uh, winter celebration, whatever, and they're off the track, next track, next or next series is out on the racetrack ready to go. Boom, done. They would throw the checkered, and there's not a single fucking car in lineup. And you can see the lineup area because it's right in front of the bar. It's literally, you, you can see it from the stands. Nobody's there. So now we're wasting another 20 minutes in between every race, scrambling to get cars together to set the other thing. Unacceptable. Can't have it. Got to fix that. We love US, Lee USA Speedway. We love the premises. We love the grounds. We love the shows that you put on. But holy fuck. Can't have that again. It's just a thing. It's just it's kind of what they're known for. It, it, not what you want to be lasting, known for when you have that gorgeous of a racetrack. too long. Like it's just it's it's been a, something that's gone on for I know all of our friend group you know Ugh. the last two three years we used to go to Lee every single week you know at least at least a couple of people that I know um, that we used to go to Lee every single week and they just got tired they're like uh, you know I I can't keep coming home at one in the morning because the race ended at eleven thirty <laughs> there and it's just a regular weekly show too yeah. that it just ends as late as possible and I know that a couple of my buddies that. They don't usually, they come out of the woodworks for NASCAR events. So they went to the NASCAR race a couple of years ago and they went to Lee because they were racing like that Saturday night or something like that or Friday night, whatever, uh, at Loudoun. So they went from Loudoun to Lee and I got a Snapchat and it was like midnight and they were still racing and they like still had another feature to go. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like it's, it's just, it's what they're known for. The days of people wanting to be at the racetrack until two in the morning are gone. Oh yeah. I'm okay with it. You're okay with it. But the vast majority of people there don't want to be there all night. Yeah, you yeah. got to sleep, you especially s- on a Friday. People worked all day. Lee is known for racing on Fridays. You can't have that. People worked all day. People spent hard-earned money to see a show. They need to be home at a reasonable hour. You can't be there and fucking rushing the program along, cutting half of it out. Unacceptable. I've said it a hundred times. Unacceptable. At least they have a good bar. It's a fantastic. No, and 
I don't want people to take this the wrong way. You got to go to Lee USA Speedway if you've never been before. Even if you have been and they pissed you off, you got to go back. You got to give them a shot. We're supporting our local short tracks here. All I'm saying is, is hopefully someone from Lee USA Speedway is listening. Get your fucking shit together. If they were Can't listening, have. we would have been you have, out into the pits. You for have free. a top-notch racing facility there. The place is gorgeous. The racetrack is fucking sick. The pit area doesn't make a lot of sense, but it works. All right, you got to get your cars in lineup. You got to start on time. You got to have things going in an orderly fashion. Easy. Then the boom, bing, bang, boom, done. Also, get rid of that fucking skip idiot, the tow truck guy, because he makes a mess every time. Takes him thirty minutes to get a car off the racetrack. He can go too. Uh, other than that, everything else is fantastic. I love the premises. Like I said, we just got to get the program going. That's all it is. Oktoberfest. It's going to be tough. Oktoberfest. After that? October 2nd, 3rd, 4th, something like that, whatever that weekend is, try it again. Maybe. Should after- start during the day. Shouldn't hit curfew. Well, maybe. Well, you can't start until noon, and you got to be done by midnight. That's tough for Lee. It is tough. couple, two, three divisions, and we are yep. into tomorrow. Yep. It's just it is it's one of those deals. It is what it is. Weapons, weapons, weapons. Um last thing, I guess, picks for Bristol. I'm going with fucking Clyde William Elliott the fifth. Uh we're going to Bristol for the NASCARs. Night race. Yes, sir. <sighs> I was gonna take Charles too. Um Yeah, let's go. Charles is gonna win now. Kyler's. Short track to Denny Hamlin. Kevin Harvick? I'll take Kevin Harvick. Yep, bold prediction, right? <laughs> that makes sense. He's only won twelve hundred races this year. So, yep. uh, yeah, NASCAR, Lee, get your shit together. Beechridge, everyone there, thank you for what you did for us. Thanks for listening. Uh, I feel like that might have been a tough one. Yeah, we are like we walked in, and Charlie and I were for sure both thinking that maybe we should just not do a show today. Ah, uh, it was close. Yeah, it was close yeah. to having a show for you on Tuesday, but we love our fans i've been all drunk the tens of you since friday morning yeah and i it could i i feel significantly hungover right i've now. never been more exhausted in my entire life than i am right now we went to three different racetracks in three different days um you know support your local short tracks we've spent a lot of money in pit passes this weekend we spent a lot of money in beer at the racetrack food whatever you're gonna spend that money anyway you might as well have fun while you do it so uh, thank you for the tracks for being open. Thank you for putting on your shows. Lee, I know we did we shit on you a lot. Doesn't mean we don't love you. All right. Uh just keep the keep the ball rolling here. And uh next week, uh I have the week off, but I'm gonna be at the Star Classic, like I said. Next time I'm on track is October third at Wiscasset. Uh, so we're gonna be there for the seventy five lap street stock race, super streets, whatever it is. I don't know what you call it, sports series, I don't know. Uh, a bunch of Beatridge cars are going to be there. All the Wiscasset guys are going to be there. So cross-promotion there between tracks and series. So that'll be a good time. Get your ass to Wiscasset. Uh, we don't promote that place a ton, but I love that place. It's super fast. It literally is Maine's fastest racetrack. A nice little 3.8 high-banked uh, racetrack there. If you miss turn three, you're going to land in the fucking moat down the hill there if you hop over the wall so uh another gorgeous racetrack the entire jordan family's put a ton of money into it ken minot does a phenomenal job promoting that racetrack they just had the boss hog where trevor sandmore goes out there and dick stomps them all um wyatt alexander's been there he's won the boss hog before so hopefully we can put on a show for 75 laps in the super street race and uh see what we got neat anything else nope all right i'm ready so ready to go to bed this has been episode 81. That's uh, Lewis Anderson. Yep. Dan Winter. Yep. Randy Moss. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he owned a truck once. That was an 81, right? Did he? I think so, yeah. Could be. Randy Moss Motorsports.
I'm like 69% sure that was a thing. That sounds right. You sound um, confident. So, yeah, episode 81. I'm Charlie Samborn at C Samborn III. Uh, your Brad Sauce here at B Sauce96. Together, we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Uh, we got Instagram, we got Facebook. Uh, thank you for the titties. Thank you for the, the racetracks. <laughs> thank you for the beers. Thank you for the racing. Uh, again, our own little traveling circus. We love each and every one of you. We're pushing 2000 listens a week at this point. So that's fucking nuts to me. That doesn't make any sense. Don't, at let, all. don't let the fact get in the way of a good story. It's, it was only the week that we uploaded four shows sh- sh- at once. Sh- 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 oh, we're not supposed to tell them that. No, you don't. Do okay. That. <laughs> uh, but no, we're pushing 2k, uh, listens per week. So, uh, thank you to each and every one of you. We still got hats available. We got shirts available. We got tank tops available. Whatever you want. Uh, buy our shit so we can get some sweatshirts going here. So, uh, again, episode 81. Listen to this uh, cool little car noise deal that we do at the end of every show now. <laughs>